0: Welcome to the Sports Council Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I'm here with Gav and Bryant for this episode of the show. The first quarter of the season is complete, and there's plenty of surprises as to who the top fantasy performers are. We review the results four weeks in and see whether we buy their performance for the rest of the season. Then, we give our listener league recap and starts and sits for week five. Today is October 3rd, 2023. And this is episode 114 of the show.
1: Dude, I had like the worst, like, it was like the worst week, even though I won in, well, I kind of spoiled it, but (laughs) the worst week, worst week. Well, first of all,
0: welcome back, Gav. Uh, We knew you were fleeing the country for the last two weeks, but I had to
1: hide from the authorities, did something bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we framed G and he's
1: gone now. (laughs) uh only g people you know mm. yeah only g people <laughs>
0: we'll work out we'll work out a trade sometime but for now uh g is out of office and we have gab back and we uh
2: invited Brian
0: in <laughs> to take the place of g
2: yeah. hey. well I hope you had a good trip i'm still on four in this league <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen ain't dude going you, too I, hot in here
1: while i was gone he clapped me you clapped me in the other in the money league so you know it is what it is so for yeah. so.
0: Yeah. All right, why don't we get into the listener league recap here?
1: Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. And to to commemorate right back, this is going to be my first recap, so let's go guys. Okay, I'm going to start off from the top. Man, this is bad dude. We had a um demolition ugly kid, you didn't have to do him like this. He scored 140.8 Against uh, the, I don't even, what do I even reference? FF Sportman, the guy who auto drafted, he only scored eighty six forty two I mean, the he funny actually thing made it dec-
0: it's uh what? He, he finally became active like the day of the uh, g- week, like the week started, like Sunday. And I saw him make all these moves and uh, he still put up 86.
1: Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know because I was still like gone last Sunday. That's hilarious. I didn't know that. But congratulations. Hey. Yeah,
0: welcome back. At least
1: welcome back. I'm <laughs> glad that we finally got some competition. Yeah. I hope to see you improve the league a little bit more. Okay,
2: come on to show. Crazy man.
1: enough, going up into the next matchup, you would have beat our very own podcast right here, Brian. Brian scored 83-28.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at like the the like kind of review thing they give you in Sleeper. I missed my. I was thirty-eight percent below my projection score, so this was I uh, I don't know what I was on, man. I think told you. I don't even know what to do. I don't know what to say. This just is not my year at all. You I get, mean, it's a tough. You look. had
0: you had Pat Firemove, who scored three. Jordan and Addison who scored zero. Niners defense with a shocking, disappointing performance. They only had two points. Yeah, I don't really like Herbert's. your only like like double digit score really with uh, twenty four. Yeah, and then saving grace, Jamar. Jamar just completely Jamar. Like, he went
1: off, demolished. Well, he. I mean, I think yeah. he hit his projection. He got his full points. So, uh, again, Brian scored eighty three twenty eight, and Jamar uh, scored 124 08. So, that puts Brian at 0-4.
2: Uh, I think that's a lot. Sandbagging, man. man. Yeah, I'm sandbagging out in this league along with oh, our auto-draft friend here.
1: I know. And he put up more points. Uh, this is kind of scary. I mean, our podcasters are not looking good right now. <laughs> All right, yep, those so. are my
2: projections for sure.
1: <laughs> the next matchup is going to be our, our very own Dylan. Thank you for filling in last week, Dylan. I appreciate you. He um, clutched up with the victory, 129-16, versus um, Robbie two times, two girls, one cup, scoring 104. I'm actually kind of glad to see that I hate all of G's friends.
0: (laughs) Well, Robbie's been dealing with a lot of injuries so far. Cooper Cup's still out. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's still out. And then I think Mike Williams tore his ACL last week, so then he just lost that guy. Um, It's really rough for... Robbie because he's just been decimated by injuries. He started tall t- and uh Ramondre, who scored like fifteen total points in PPR, and Quentin Johnson, who scored two. So,
1: <laughs> he tried to great. pick up Mike Wool's like freaking replacement. Wrong. Wrong guy. Wrong but he guy. has Anthony Richardson, so like I mean God. how can I even how can we even freaking like be a sympathetic to this guy?
0: Let's talk trade, Robbie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want I wanna miss. It's around that time, folks. Um, Moving on to our very oh man, this is the matchup I was looking at actually. Uh, Matt versus G this week, and Matt pulled up with the 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 razor thin victory, one thirty six to G's one thirty four sixty six, bruh. Oh my God, what is that like? One point four,
2: close shave right there. Oh my God. Okay, I'll I'll give you some praise, Justin Fields, man.
0: Justin Fields was there. Like, the morning games went by, and I was up by 70 points. I was up by 70, right? And I had Debo left, and all he had was Christian McCaffrey and Harrison Butker, the kicker, right? And, <laughs> and then, then Christian McCaffrey scores four touchdowns. I'm watching the game, obviously. I'm a Niners fan. I'm watching the game. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like, unless McCaffrey goes ape shit, like, I got this in the bag. Because I still have Debo, too, right? And Debo scores nothing. He scores less than a point the entire game. A
1: goose egg.
0: Not even a catch, which means no PPR points, right? So then, and then McCaffrey scores four touchdowns. I'm getting worried because I see him with three touchdowns in one half, and I'm like, uh oh, like we're in the range of possibilities here. And I know he's gonna get a fourth one. And then all like by the end of the afternoon, all G needs is like uh, 13 points from Harrison Butker, and he gets 11 from Harrison Butker. And then right before the two-minute drill, like, Patrick Mahomes, they're in field goal range. If he doesn't convert that third down, they kick a field goal. And thankfully, he ran it, and he slid down, and they just kneeled it out because I was going to lose my shit because I was going to lose 70-point comeback. Thank
2: God. (laughs) Well, props to you for for surviving that 48.7 from CMC that's like... I, well, it, I, I didn't even see that.
1: <laughs> it wasn't even that grim because he had Matt had Nico Collins on his bench. He could have put I, really anybody on his bench. On, I don't know when still. to
0: start Nico anymore because Nico, he when last time I started him, he did nothing, and now like he's only good on my bench. I don't know what to
2: say. Yeah. We'll, well,
1: maybe keep him on there for everyone else that's listening for our pod, for yeah. for our listeners. <laughs> let strike
2: a deal, man. I need some wide receiver help. Let's let's talk business here. Ooh, okay. let's, see, this is around I'll the time give, I'll give we you start Devo. talking trades.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the final matchup, obviously, is mine. I just I, that was the last one I read. Um, Chimp Hunter one, which is me, one thirty three point seven to uh, Goat Rush's one thirty twenty. So it was another close one. Honestly, we were a bunch of close matchups this time around. But I came up. So the league standings now are. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, wait! You forgot one. Oh, you forgot no, Nando. Oh, yeah. Oh, how did I forget Nando? It's because he scored just so much. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I-, I beat Goat Rush. And then Nando puts up the best performance of his life, one seventy one eighty against Midi. Bull ball. And that's a G's cousin. Uh, fuck you, dude. I hate you. <laughs> he put up 93-16. So, congratulations, Nando. Thank you for uh, exacting revenge for me. I, mean, I don't even. know. Who did he have? Josh Mando's Allen on
0: just... a tear, man. Like he had two hundred points last week, and now he scores one hundred and seventy points. I don't know what he's doing right now, but he has got a winning formula. AJ Brown, Josh Allen, um, who else? Seattle defense.
1: <laughs> he had Ke- he had Ke- he has Keenan Allen who's on a tear honestly this season, so like <sniffs> Mando is very scary right now.
0: I love that you know. After after Mitty had the game of his life against me, he scores ninety three points this week. That's lovely.
1: <laughs> it's a it's a tale of his time honestly. And, and he also sat demo. I don't know why he sat demo. And he and he sat Cole commit. That's crazy. Damn, you call yourself a Bears Wada. fan. Fucking dumbass Bears fans. <laughs> well deserved. He
2: didn't start his own player. Right? What what the? <laughs> not <laughs> oh, a homer. Where's the loyalty, man? Where's the loyalty
1: out here? It's okay, I never draft Patriots anyway. So, um, as the as the standings are, currently um, at 12, it's uh, FF Sportsman, the uh, the ghoster. You better come back, bro, I swear. Um, and then at 11, I'm sorry, Brian, holding that strong. Yeah, Brian. Someone's got to hold us down.
2: Brian, I'm sorry, right on the bro. Road. It's all right, Brian. man. I'll get it right. No, man, it's Yakuza Tribe. Yakuza Tribe, will get it Oh, Yakuza somewhere. Tribe. It's on the right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, and then oh my God G is all the way down at ten one and three dang and Dylan at nine two and two uh Robbie two times at eight midi at seven a very unmet at six Jamar at fifth ugly kid at fourth goat rush at third Nando closing in at, at second and me you your you're your, your champion of 2023 tanglish's is G Chimp Hunter at one so champion that's of the, the someone games,
2: on this podcast is yes. in first yeah
1: honestly i always do bad like i last season i actually just like i I completely just gave up i didn't even try <laughs>
2: well,
1: i stopped filling up my my team
0: don't look now but the big rivalry game is coming we got week five we got nando versus Gav. so oh no first you serious
1: place. huge oh my god let Maybe me see who i even five. have Oh, God, dude, everyone, Mike Evans is on a <laughs> Yeah,
0: that's something yeah, we have to deal with in. here. Yeah, the bye weeks are here. Chargers are on a bye week, which is significant. Seattle's on bye week, I'm pretty sure. So, yeah, Justin Herbert, Kenneth Walker, all those guys are out right now. Ooh. Yeah, but we'll talk about our starts and sits in a minute here. All right, first things first, four weeks are done. Twenty-five percent of the season is already over, just like that. It's crazy.
1: No, slow down. We love football. We love football, Especially even though when it's our been like, good. hasn't it? Just like a feel for football right now. It's it's been weird. Like this is like horrible. This is like the worst start of football I've ever experienced.
0: As a Patriots yeah,
1: everyone's fan, getting yes, hurt. maybe for.
2: <laughs> 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 no, She's not
1: fine. that aside. I'm, I'm just saying, like everyone's getting hurt. Nobody's. Like, like no one's getting paid. Everyone's sitting out. Everyone's disgruntled. These random qu- quarterbacks are just popping off. Tua is, like, reigning MVP right now, leading the votes. Um, What else? Yeah, Patriots Mahomes, are, are just awful.
2: <laughs> That's okay. That's a good part. You forgot, no. man. Zach Wilson outplayed Mahomes, man. It's over. <laughs> <The> legacy. <laughs> legacy is over for fans. Mahomes, man. <laughs> Yeah. It's over for Swifties. Yeah, <laughs> It's over. For... But
1: yeah. honestly, luckily, the, the refs are there. They're, they're big Swiftie fans. So. Clutched, up. Clutched, clutched up. That's pretty
2: true. Zebras clutched up big time.
1: Yes, sir.
0: It's hard to extrapolate anything from the first quarter of the season, right? But, you know, we're going to try our best. And, you know, it's a good benchmark in terms of your fantasy team to see, you know, first four weeks, we kind of get to, you know, a sense of how good defenses are. Get a sense of how good players are. But sometimes, you know, you can only get so much from these kind of results, right? Like, I will read you some of the top uh, 10 running backs from last year just in the first four weeks. Which included, uh, at number four, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. And at number seven, Cordero Patterson. And at ten, James The Flames RB1 season in just the first four weeks. And we obviously know what the results happened after that. Right.
2: Guys are like out of the out of the league now, man. Exactly. Been trying to hold Cordero Patterson in one league, but trying to hold on to by that last year, but he hasn't been in <laughs> the field.
1: <laughs> Dang, do you see this is why it's just like there were some good headlines back last season. That yeah, was just all dog water. I think you're just uh you just very depressed after a very bad loss.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I am, dude. <laughs> Either way, you know, we are gonna take a look at some of the top positional players in fantasy for each position and kind of just play a little bit of buy or sell on whether we believe that this is, you know, here to stay, or is this gonna turn into another Clyde Edwards Hilaire, James Robinson, unfortunately, kind of situation here. Because, yeah, again, you can take some takeaways from the first four weeks, but sometimes it's due to circumstance, situation, and we're going to try to provide some more context and what we think is going to happen for the next 12 weeks. So maybe you can stay ahead of the curve here and maybe, you know, trade away players that you think are uh, like sell high right now, or maybe buy low on some players who haven't quite made the mark yet. So let's get into it here with quarterback here. So, top 10 as it stands is Herbert. Josh Allen, Jordan Love, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Tua Tagovailoa, Kirk Cousins, Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and C.J. Stroud, which is very impressive so far, honestly. So, in terms of this top 10 here, and this is just for fantasy right now, Jordan Love is 3. Like I don't think we saw that coming. I obviously said that Jordan Love was going to be, you know, more impressive than we gave him credit for to begin the season, but I didn't even expect him to be a top-three quarterback in terms of fantasy. Do we buy or sell that Jordan Love will be able to keep this production up to be a top-five quarterback?
1: Man, I mean, the division that he's in is weak, so, I mean, those guys are, e- those are easy games, but I think he's coming on to, like... Nah, no, I'm I'm keeping him. Just, I because I have him. He's my my QB one, so I kind of have to. I'm oh. kind of biased. I'm sorry.
2: Got some bias there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I I come into the season. I was definitely low on Jordan Love. I did not see the Green Bay doing well with him under the helm there. But he's definitely gone way above the expectations. Really, anyone kind of had for him. As for kind of rest of season, you know, he does have Christian Watson coming back. I'm not sure if he played last week or this past week or not, but Christian Watson. He's got a lot of talent over there. He played once a snap count. Okay, so they're um bringing him back into the mix here after an the injury there. So I can still see him I don't think he'll stay in a top five QB rest of season. I can see him being like a low-end top ten, maybe like in the nine to twelve range of QBs for sure. I can I see that as kind of like the top end result for Jordan Love over there. But I think either way, he's already done a lot more than a lot of people projected coming into the season.
0: Okay, let me phrase it in a different way then. In terms of starting uh, Jordan Love, if you think that, you know, maybe he might not be a top five quarterback or top 10 quarterback, but let me give out some names that you might want to start him over. And just tell me if you're going to start him over, you know, whoever else that in the list, okay? Uh, Let's start with an easy one here. Let's start with Jared Goff.
2: Oof, Jared Um, Goff.
1: Man, I'm starting to run in love.
2: Yeah, I I don't want to just say it'll be just matchup-based kind of week in and week out there. Uh, I have a soft spot for Goff for some reason. I really like that Lions team, so I personally go Goff.
0: Okay, how about... um, How about... Let's see... Matthew Stafford.
1: Oh, easy. Jordan Love. Okay. Joe Burrow. Easy. Oh man. Ooh, See, that's, love, a, love, that's love. so. <laughs> is he gonna? Are you sure? Because I feel I, like he's gonna come around eventually. I mean, I th- I feel like he's just hurt right now. They need to sit him. His line is definitely not helping him. I go Burrow.
2: I'm if going they love. Rest him.
1: You really are.
0: Yeah. You're yeah, not gonna rest him. They are not going to arrest him. Th- it looks there's terrible like, out there.
2: There's theories out there that they just might shut him down like the rest of the season and just run a backup the full season. Basically, tank because of the health reasons, but just the rumor I heard. And really, the whole <laughs> form of that offense just... I mean, I'm the Jamar Chase guy. That whole form of the offense is just like completely destroyed right now.
1: Fine. Yeah. If we're going at face value, what we have right now in front of us, I, I would take Jordan Love just because it's just so bad. It's just so bad for the Bengals right now.
0: Okay, and then last ones are Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence.
1: I'm not sold on Justin Fields. I feel like he had a flute game. I'm going Jordan Love. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's the truth. I'm going T-Law. You say
0: that, but Trevor Lawrence has not even had a good game yet. (laughs) Yeah, but
1: like, I mean, the Jaguars had a pretty – I mean, it's been – Okay, I have no excuses for him. It's been pretty bad. And he's <laughs> and he's going to get some hard teams in the next couple weeks. So,
2: Yeah, I personally kind of agree with that. Take Down for like T-Law there. Like, I mean, he definitely has the weapons in front of him to do well. But I think for some reason that the vision he's in right now, I think all those teams are pretty good at defense for some reason this year. So he might find some trouble putting up those big games. But the talent's right there. We just got to figure it out.
0: Okay. So I'm guessing then we have, love in like a quarterback eight, nine range then, right? So you definitely start Herbert, Allen, Lamar, Hertz, Tua, Mahomes, right over him, and then after that it's really just like, hmm, you know it's kind of matchup based like Kirk Cousins versus Jordan Love. I'd probably go Kirk Cousins, right? So then yeah, you'd probably be he'd probably be around eight then.
1: So I don't know, dude. Kirk Cousins has been selling recently then he's top seven, right? Yeah. And that's crazy. I, I, I would put him fringe five, honestly. <laughs> Jordan wow. Love. Just because of the coach. I mean, like, do I believe Jordan Love is that good? I don't know yet. I, I feel like it's too early to tell, but the coaching is, it sits there still, you know. I do, wonder,
0: to. I do wonder because Jordan Love has had to come back in the last two games, whether or not he will have to do that because now he faces... Vegas, Denver, Minnesota, Pittsburgh, um, you know, not very good teams, and Carolina as well, and Minnesota in the playoffs, so, you know, and the Giants, so I just wonder if once they get a lead this time, instead of having to come back versus New Orleans and Detroit, is he going to have to, you know, put up those numbers, and he's also had rushing touchdowns in the last two games, so that might inflate the stats a little bit, so,
2: I, I got a question just, here. It's a
0: situational start. Yeah,
2: I got a question here too. Because pretty much, I kind of see Jordan Love as basically a rookie, as, as in like I mean, he's been in the league longer than a rookie for sure. But it's like his first year as like a full time starter. And then you have C.J. Stroud, hottest pick out of this past draft as a QB, really rising up the rankings there. Do you guys have more confidence in that Stroud Houston team or Love and Packers here for fantasy purposes? <sighs> so hard. Oh
1: man. <laughs> That's a tough one, dude. You you never know with these quarterbacks, and plus it's the Texans.
0: You say that, oh my, it's crazy because they, like all the excuses we made for the Jaguars about an easy schedule. Texans have an easier schedule because they were last in the division, right?
1: But it's Mm -hmm. uh, it's still for fantasy purposes. I feel like they're gonna be down more, so I'll. It's gonna be more dicey. Um, I'd go C.J. Stroud.
0: Yeah, I have to. But I'm in that race too. I'm going love just because I trust him a little bit more. And I feel like every rookie has one bad game, like a really bad game where they break. And CJ Stroud's been perfect so far. But, you know, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. So I'm not a hater, but I just don't know if, you know, I feel like there's just one game that he's going to, you know, not do so well. And I don't want to be the one holding the short end of the stick there so i i i can't trust a rookie yet it's
1: hard to mm. fair enough uh, okay. he's a rookie hopefully you don't have him
0: <laughs> i have him honestly and i have him in uh the listener league and i i debate over starting him or fields every week so you know we'll see what happens Fields has a couple good matchups, so I might just stick with that Why don't but... you just
1: listen to your fellow podcaster, G, and start Fields, dude?
0: I did start Fields, and I beat G with Fields. Thanks, G.
1: <laughs> See? Shout out to G, his own <laughs> kryptonite.
0: All right, let's move on to the running backs here. No surprise, CMC is one. Moster is two. Uh, Devon Achan is three. Kyron Williams is four. Bijan, the one. RB1 Season is five. <laughs> We'll work on the nickname, Bijan. I got you. And then Brian Robinson is 6. Tony Pollard is 7. David Montgomery is 8. DeAndre Swift is ninth. Derrick Henry is 10th. All right, so a couple interesting names here. And I think running back again, when I listed off the names last year, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was there. James Robinson was there. uh, Cordero Patterson was there. I think this position has the most volatility, honestly. Like... You could have just one incredible, obviously, for most 50-point game, and you'd be at the top of the conversation. Or McCaffrey, you know, he's probably more stable, but he also had, a, like, a 50-point game, and he's up here. So, you know, we're probably going to see some of these guys fall. And if anyone, it has to be, you know, two Dolphins running backs in the top three. Right? <laughs> so if you were to have a Dolphins running back, you know, who would you be buying into? Who would you be selling? Raheem Mostert, Devon A. Chan.
1: So I have to watch a lot of these guys' games because I have A. Chan, um, and because I hate the Dolphins, so I kind of root against them every time. Like it's kind of like I have to watch them, so and I'm rooting to, for them to lose. And Mostert is good by far. Fo- like I'm not gonna get like he he does run hard. I I feel like that, um, A. Chan A. a. Chain is um. Gonna be like the the RB one moving forward. He just runs with it more velocity, and he's younger. Like Mostert would definitely be more on, on like, like some like snap count. I feel like he was getting tired that last game against the Bills. Like you could see his age on him, whereas 18 was just running through, and they used him more in the red zone every single time. So he it's more he's got more red zone touches, which is what obviously you want. You want those touchdowns for the the running backs, and Mostert always finds a way to get hurt. And I, I, I hate to say like I'm waiting for it, but I don't want it to happen. Like I'm just like if I was a Mostert holder, I'd be like, man, when is the day when it's gonna like pop? Unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Took like the words right out of my mouth so that was why I was gonna start off with really like, you know, you know was Mostert, given his injury history, you know, it's it's terrible to say, but it just feels like a matter of time before, you know some reason he gets kind of hurt during which case a chain would be a clear RB1 favorite. Although I guess Jeff Wilson is also in the picture too. But at this point he's a comment to the story of like A chain here. So I definitely definitely if it came to it, like the potential for A chain definitely seems more on the rise. Whereas Moster can definitely can still hang around in this top range of running backs. We'll see how long he can hang on here for a little while. But either through God forbid injury or just Explosiveness wood, no. that we've seen, yeah, knock on wood, or just the explosiveness of a chain here. No, nope. I definitely would look at a chain for the rest of the season,
0: yeah. Selling Mostert, buying a chain if you can. I mean, Mostert, yes, I agree with Gav, I agree with you, Brian. Like, there's an injury history, we know it, we're Niners fans, we've seen it, but it's also the fact he's 31, and you know, I don't think he's been able to hold up for an entire season. Ever really, and I think this is the perfect time to sell high. He's number two right now. Do you think he's gonna sustain running back two production with A Chan now? He's probably taking opportunities from him with the crazy game that he already had. You know, I just don't see a path to him being able to sustain that production. I think you're better off just selling him right now. It's gonna be hard to do it honestly, but you know, because I think everyone is kind of figuring the same thing out here that A Chan's probably gonna take over most of the snaps so I mean I'd look to sell him as soon as possible try to get maybe a buy low running back or a guy who's 0-4 and, and needs wins now and he's willing to take that risk of most eventually failing and then maybe you can get back a Josh Jacobs or you know let's see Najee Harris hilarious that was you know? crazy man. <laughs> but they could possibly rise into a better conversation right because they had a rough four weeks maybe they can get up right And, you know, that's a huge risk. Most of it for Jacobs. I mean, right now it's obvious that who's better right now. But sometimes fantasy football is about forecasting what's ahead. And, you know, you may be taking a risk now, but it might pay off huge later.
1: I wouldn't take that trade. Just just to throw it out there. That's crazy. Not
0: risky. You got to take it. (laughs) It's a risk. I know. All right. So two other players right here. Um, that could see their opportunities taken away are very obvious here, David Montgomery and Derrick Henry. You know, Derrick Henry had a huge game last week, but he did not really show up the week before. And then David Montgomery, I mean, we still see him as a top, you know, eight back right now. It's crazy. Like, because we have a first-round rookie, Jameer Gibbs, who I think they traded up for. And, you know, he's been the biggest question so far this season. Where is he? Where's the opportunities coming? And David Montgomery's doing his best Jamal Williams impression right now. I mean, are we buying this time that David Montgomery is basically gonna, you know, just keep taking over this backfield, or will Gibbs eventually, you know, take over?
1: Oh man, I think it's the same situation because I own Gibbs as Mostert and A-Chain Because like, Gibbs is obviously the more explosive. He's younger. He's more explosive and you paid a high tax for him, so you kind of want to bank on that. That's how normal people think, I feel like. I don't know what Dan Campbell's thinking. <laughs> he just likes putting in those those hard-nosed freaking running backs and using them until they explode, right? And I think, feel like David Montgomery is one of those running backs. Same with Mostert, where like you, you love him because he's such a great runner, but eventually, knock on wood, they eventually get hurt. Every time I've owned David Montgomery, he eventually... Is out for like four weeks because he sprained his ankle. And I'm like, seriously. And if you give Gibbs the chance in this offense, he's David Montgomery won't ever get those touches back. I'm it, it's the same situation with Mostert. Eventually, he's gonna get. <laughs> I hate to say he's a he's. I feel like a snap is gonna come, a pop is gonna come, and then Gibbs is just gonna take from there.
2: Yeah. I think Dan Campbell's gonna ride the hot hand with this one. Like David Montgomery's poem, some explosive performances that really a lot of people coming to season probably didn't even see at all. So I can see him definitely unfortunately running David into like the grave per se, if you we'll But um, like I mean I think that's the truth. I don't see a reason why you wouldn't keep on writing the current setup here, especially was how well kind of the lines have been doing. But I do agree eventually the move to Gibbs will happen. I would project maybe like pretty late into this season, maybe by like Maybe definitely the latter half, maybe by like week like 10 or 12 or something like that, like pretty later than my people might be kind of hoping for here. Because eventually you do want to get value from that draft capital, from that, I think Gibbs was the first rounder. So you definitely want to get value on that pick over there. And the Lions will want to see what this dude's about, his true potential, and unlock him a bit more. So I think my projection will be very much later into the season, we'll be seeing a lot more of Gibbs.
0: I'm buying that David Montgomery is going to be the back. I I just think that you know I had DeAndre Swift last year. I saw exactly how Dan Campbell utilizes his running backs, and that's exactly why I avoided drafting Jameer Gibbs anyway because he has a way of utilizing talent. You know, obviously, you know the best foot forward, but I don't think draft pedigree is going to matter here, especially if Gibbs is a rookie. And you have him for four years, and I think DeMont signed maybe a two-year contract, I'd say. So he's just going to run David Montgomery into the ground. You know, he is going to use up as much as he can from him, and Montgomery can handle that. He was a starter back in Chicago. He did well. And I think that, you know, as long as he continues to perform, he's going to be fine. So if I was a David Montgomery owner, I'm not selling high. I'm just writing it because, again, we just saw Jamal Williams put up a top 10 season in terms of fantasy, and he was never really the starter, right? DeAndre Swift was there, and, you know, albeit hurt a couple times. And then Jameer Gibbs, I feel like it's just the same situation. Like, maybe at some point he's going to get the opportunities, but I feel like you're not going to get that value back, you know. I just don't, like, I wouldn't be able to start him at all right now maybe as a flex like a high-end flex but you know it's a little bit grim here and you kind of have to accept it until we see otherwise until david montgomery gets hurt like again like you guys said he might get hurt but he also might not and then he's just gonna stay there forever and uh you're never gonna get that value back so
1: seriously yeah i'm a i'm a gibbs owner so this is kind of like what i've been thinking about Hmm. I don't want David Montgomery to get hurt, but I feel like it's going to come. Because it always happens, every every season.
0: Okay, wide receivers here. Justin Jefferson, no surprise. Tyreek, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Puka Nakua at number five. Devontae Adams, Nico Collins, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Adam Thelian.
2: This is really? a crazy Adam? list of names.
0: Yeah, I don't Adam even know Thielen. how Adam yeah. Thelian got here. Is this PPR? <laughs> I think this is half when I did the. Uh, oh facts.
1: my God. APR.
2: That's crazy. Oh.
1: Yeah, I, I don't believe really get in Adam. The Alien Man.
2: I, I, I believe. Man. Took him off. He <laughs> I don't old. think he'll stay, He's but <laughs> I'll believe. Yeah.
1: Man, well, that's a safety blanket.
0: Who's going to leave this top 10 list eventually? Who's going to come in to this top 10 list?
1: So, Cooper Cup is definitely coming back in. Puka, I feel like he I don't know. He's gonna fall out with Adam Thielen. I feel like. Unfortunately. I mean Cooper Cup and uh Matthew Stafford just have that that, that breakfast connection, man. <laughs> Nico Collins, I don't know. Depends on how well uh Stroud does. Um and, and I'm pretty high on Stroud, so maybe he will stay there. Keenan Allen is also another like it's kind of crazy how many po- I mean, he put up like a thirty, what, like a, almost a forty point bomb, two in week two, I think, or is it week three?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if that can he can sustain that with them. The the Chargers also paying a high capital for their wide receiver that that they have not used. Um, Quinn Johnson, whatever his name is, I forgot. Yep, Quinn Williams. Name.
0: No, yeah, Quinn Johnson. You had it the Quint first Johnson. time. Quinn
1: Johnson. Yeah, you put a high, you you paid a high draft capital to use him like. I think he's got under a hundred yards. And which is like the same thing with uh NJX or whatever his name is, the guy from um Seattle. 10. Yeah. Yeah. Jackson so, like, Smith Snidjiba. Eventually they're gonna have to use him because I mean, now that Mike Will is hurt, you know, he's also that big body. And you already you, you believed in him, so you have to use him. And that means taking away from Keenan Allen. And Keenan Allen's 31, 32. There's no way you're telling me he's going to play like this full season and not get like a snap count restriction.
2: Well, I mean, for Keenan Allen, I'm perfectly surprised at that age. He's pulling up wide receiver number three across the league numbers right now, but was like was Mike Williams pulling the classic great Mike Williams game and then getting hurt the thing from there. I mean, you can definitely see him still being kind of the top box at passing offense, and it's once again with these. With these players that are in your thirties, because in football if you're 30 year old. Depends on how often or how long you can kind of hold up there. So but I wouldn't be I personally wouldn't be surprised if Keaton Allen still stays within this top end kind of wide receiver <clears throat> wide receiver range for the rest of the kind of season here, just really given um the level of caliber you have on of the offense, especially was Herbert at the helm there. So you know for sure they're gonna be passing a lot. Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup, because yeah, we haven't even seen Cooper uh Cup at all this season here. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, given Matthew Stafford is your prototypical kind of gunslinger QB. Like, I think there's a world where Puka Nakua stays within that low-end wide receiver one, you know, top ten range. There, maybe like a situation you see out of like it was Miami it was Tua being able to sustain both Tyreek and Waddle in that wide receiver one range. You wouldn't be surprised if you can pull that off here with Puka and Cup at the expense of Atwell, I guess. Uh, Nico Collins is an interesting name up there. Uh. With Tank Dell at the helm. He I, I wouldn't be surprised if he kind of falls off a bit there too, especially with, you know, we'll see how how much CJ Stroud can ride the hot hand as a, as a rookie quarterback. And when that when that bad game comes, you know, does he fall off a cliff or can he still sustain good performances? So Nico Collins is probably a bit volatile in my game too. Uh other than that, well, I guess, you know, I think the big name missing from this list that people expected coming this season, you know, Jamar Chase. Which at this point can he finish a wide receiver one that's definitely in jeopardy? Here was what's going on in Cincinnati, but he no. believer. Jamar <laughs> you're Chase Cincy is number believer. three.
0: He was the third overall pick. Yes, people uh, are very disappointed. Well, that
2: was me, man. This this, this <laughs> is me venting over here. So if you fully believe in the church of Joe Burrow here, if he somehow isn't as badly hurt as people think he is, if he gets back into the picture, because other big thing was that too, right? T Higgins I think is out. I'm not sure how serious that injury is, but Higgins is out. Um, a chance for Jamar Chase to make up some ground, maybe pause way back up into the higher end of wide receivers here.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna sell on Nico Collins because I think that you know eventually. Again, I don't know if the I don't know if the Texans are good or not. I just don't know yet. But there's no way. I feel like there's no way Nico Collins can sustain this level of production. I'm fine with wide receiver too, but there's no way he returns top seven value. I just it's hard for me to say that's going to happen and then puka Nakua. i also believe that what is there will be there right and cooper cup will only help aid in him getting open right if stafford can trust Nakua to get open now and he can trust him as the main target i think he can definitely trust him as a second target and i don't i'm not even fully convinced cooper cup will come back completely healthy because it seems like that hamstring issue is more than just a hamstring issue it's a it's, it's just more than that. So I don't know if he's going to be consistent or not in the picture. And then one name that I think... Two names I'll bring up are uh, Brandon Ayuk, who missed a game. And he also got hurt in the LA game. So his numbers are not really there. But when he's been healthy, 32 points against Pittsburgh, 20 points against Arizona. So wide receiver, top 10 in both games. And then he was unhealthy in the last two games. So if he's still there... If he's putting up, uh, you know, if he's healthy the rest of the season, he's going to be top 10. Definitely. Put it down. And then (laughs) I think Amon Ross St. Brown as well. Like, he's been good. He's top 11. He's number 11 right now. So I don't know how Adam Thielen beat him, but, you know, I think he's going to be just fine. Even with Jameson Williams coming back, even with Sam Laporta rising, I think he'll be just fine. Don't worry about him. Honestly, you probably aren't worried about him. but He'll be in the top 10. Yeah. I no, think Amon
2: ra Amon ra I think maybe his touchdown total isn't pretty high. It isn't super high. I think maybe he only has like a couple for the year, which is probably why he's in that range. But yeah, those are great names to kind of bring back into the picture of a top 10. Like Amon ra Saint brown, man. That guy's an absolute stud for sure. And then, yeah, Ayuk definitely seems like the player that well, Purdy's targeting a lot more, especially with, or when Debo, or I guess when Debo, sorry, when Ayuk was her, I guess of course passing away to to him but was Ayuk back and another strong performance and then almost effectively a zero burger from Debo kind of shows where Purdy likes a target on the field.
0: Yay! I have Kittle and Debo. The only two. The only ones that I don't have from the Niners are McCaffrey and Ayuk. The only ones so that are actually The people good. that
1: you actually want.
0: <laughs> yes. Lovely. Alright. And then I'm going to just go into tight end real quick here. John Smith is a top 10 tight end in fantasy right now. From the Atlanta Falcons. Ain't no way. When did
2: hell that no. happen? <laughs> <laughs> if Ain't you didn't no way i
0: selling that, man. Did you, know, did you know that there's another tight end in Atlanta named Kyle Pitts?
1: Huh. I've never heard of him. It's not like he wasted three years of his career already.
0: Are you buying or selling that oh. Johnny Smith's going to stay here?
1: <laughs> Bruh, it seems like he's the only one catching passes from Desmond Ritter, so we, I'll keep him there.
2: Yo, You gotta watch out for that Riddler-Johnny Smith connection. I mean, dude, I don't know what's going on, in Atlanta. No one knows what's going on, in Atlanta. Arthur Smith has told the world he doesn't care about your fantasy team at all. There, so like, if you ask me, Johnu Smith, Kyle Pitts, rest of season, man, dude, I don't, I don't know, man. Smith could definitely finish above Pitts. You, you don't know what's going on in that, on what's going on in that team, when that guy's mind. So I don't know what to trust there.
0: I don't know what to do either. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna touch this. I'm just <laughs> gonna. I'm gonna
1: sell. Leave it where it's at. Yeah,
0: it's like. I'm telling you, sell
1: him.
2: You sell can't him. sell Johnny Smith.
1: <laughs> yes, you can.
2: Oh my gosh. No, honestly, I didn't even know Package, he was talking about. it. I might buy Johnny Smith now, <laughs> Bruh, It's hard because
0: there's like there's no tight ends. There's no tight ends. If you look at our listener league right now, Johnny Smith is like number two in waivers. Like, yeah, I might take it. I might take a look at him, but I just know that you know you don't want too many Falcons. So. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna tell people to buy it, but I'm just gonna tell people to watch it and see see if this is sustainable or not. I would not surprise me in the least if Johnny Smith ends up outperforming Kyle Pitts for the rest of the season.
1: Tragic. Trade trade Kyle Pitts, please, Falcons. Yeah, get, it's just ridiculous. I'd
0: I'd straight up cut Kyle Pitts. Honestly, you'd cut Kyle Pitts from your fantasy team, and I think you're okay for it. Oof. Okay, that's ridiculous, but yeah. All right, so let's get into our week five starts and sits here. We were seven, seven and two last week. Uh, so there's ba- basically a perfect 500. Taylor Swift week did not go as planned because I did not do well at all. And then um, I think Dylan did the best out of all of us. He didn't even have a single miss. There you go. But, you know, I'm going to redeem myself. It's bounce back week here.
1: And get a get right. Like we used get to say right. last year, get right. Get, get right. right week. I'm going to start it off with a big bomb. Yeah, I'm going to start off with a big bomb already, okay? Um, I'm trying to go 0-10, Brett, because every shot you don't take is a, on an automatic miss. <laughs> oh, I'm going... You still have time to uh, back out. <laughs> it's a I'm going one. Zach Wilson against the Broncos. Ooh! <laughs> Did he really just say that? Yeah, I said it, dude. It's only because... let me Let, let me just talk you between this logic, okay? The Broncos defense has been playing awful against everybody, okay? Let me just tell you the stats here, okay? Okay. The past three quarterbacks that he's he's that they they played, the Broncos, Fields, who was playing hot garbage, unplayable the first three weeks. You gave him four touchdowns for 336 all-purpose yards. Ridiculous. Okay? You let Tua and the Dolphins run you for 70 points. Who had four touchdowns, three oh nine yards, okay, and you even let Sam Howell, okay, throw for two yard, two two touchdowns and three hundred yards, okay, okay, and like all those court, like if Sam Howell can do it against the Broncos, so can Zach Wilson, who arguably has a, not arguably, they for sure have the better team, and I feel like. Is better coached right now okay and another factor to my my logic is that you're not using him as a like you're this is just a stream okay let me just i want to preface this this is just a streamer okay because maybe uh you know you have the chargers you have a. Uh, you have what's what's i'm blanking on the quarterback name please somebody herbert herbert you uh, know you have herbert gino you're you're gonna you need a streamer right now. Zach Wilson could be that plug and play. I mean, Zach Wilson. I, I feel like he earned the respect of his team last game. <laughs> I saw <a> maturity.
2: <laughs> I I didn't blame hey, okay, it on yeah, anybody else. He's not a bum. Not a bum. He's not there. a bum.
1: Okay, he's not a bum. Okay, I feel you like want to know how Aaron many Rogers... how many
0: games that Zach Wilson has ever had two touchdowns, just two.
1: I don't want to know. This is the start of a new era, okay? The, How many to, Tomorrow is another day.
2: How well, many? I was like one or some, something. How many
1: though? Just, just to take my, like, my fancy. One? Six. Oh. good. He's got six
0: yeah, out of big. 26 games where he's thrown for <laughs> okay. two touchdowns.
1: He's oh, never so had a game where he scored
0: three touchdowns. He's never scored three touchdowns.
1: Well, let me give you the oh, let me Lord. give you the GAV guarantee. I guarantee you, Zach Wilson throws at least three touchdowns oh, against these bum Broncos oh, defense. No. Okay,
0: that is the worst thing I've ever. Okay. Well, heard. You, mentioned, you mentioned
2: Herbert. <laughs> I have Herbert on by this week, so I, I I I will consider I will consider Zach Wilson. I I won't know. I won't tell you how long. I'll consider it. So. <laughs> 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 I can guarantee
1: you at least two touchdowns. At least that's no the, that's the floor. Play. I mean, I'm telling I can... you, dude, the Broncos have been letting bums run all over them, walk all over them. Jesus. Zach Wilson, he's the MILF hunter, dude.
2: He's the MILF hunter. I can respect the game for that guy. He won the respect of his team, of Mahomes, of MILFs everywhere yesterday. Yeah, seriously. He <laughs> almost beat there.
1: Swifties. He almost did. He almost he beat almost, the
2: Swifties. He almost beat the script. That's, that's yeah. crazy. No <laughs> one beats the script. Yeah, no. But honestly, I mean, I can definitely see the logic for I me, mean, given just how putrid the Broncos and, Chico- and Chicago... I mean, rest of season, guys, Broncos or Chicago defense is just start everyone against and those start guys. Everybody. Those guys are getting slaughtered, which leads mm-hmm. me to my start of the week. Sam Howell is playing the Chicago defense, and All after right. Russell Wilson put <laughs> up a respectable <laughs> amount of points against Chicago, like, you got to give our boy Sam Howell a try out there. I think Washington, you know, you might be hesitant. They've been kind of underperforming this season. You know, people thought Jahan Dotson, hot topic for or hot target for a guy to break out, hasn't happened at all. But um, I mean, it's, what what can I say? It's the Chicago defense. Just Start everyone against him. So Something's start your voice somehow. Eventually, he's going to be available in your league for sure. So yeah, give him a try.
0: This is the worst quarterback duo start I've ever seen ever in this. <laughs> Ever in this podcast because it's, it's,
1: it's
2: against the worst defenses I mean, who you could else ever imagine.
1: You, yes, these are the two like these the two defenses that we just gave you have been playing dog shit the my past god. couple weeks. Who um, else are you going to start, Matt?
0: Well, I I opted to not do a quarterback because I think we got it covered in terms of hot takes. Just so, give me a name. I'm going to go with the running back here as a start. Oh my god. I'm going to go with James Conner versus the Cincinnati Bengals. He didn't have a very good game last week against the Niners. Uh, that's granted because the Niners are a very good run defense. But I think the strategy for the Arizona Cardinals this year has been to run the ball and to run it well. And even without Kyler Murray, James Conner has put up basically RB20 or uh, better numbers ex- all games except for the San Francisco game. right? And that was just a really good defense. But Cincinnati right now is 31st in terms of rushing yards allowed per game. They just allowed a huge monster performance to Derrick Henry. Granted, he scored a touchdown by passing as well, but you know they allowed 173 yards last week. And with Joe Burrow hurt still, I still just find this game a lot closer probably than it's going to be, which allows the Cardinals to be able to run the ball more. James Conner should just be in your lineup no matter what now. like, Just don't doubt him at this point. Just play James Conner against Cincinnati.
1: Agreed.
2: <laughs> I feel like people always forget about James Conner and talk about the good kind of fantasy running backs, which he—that's what he is. He's a good fantasy running back. You know, I think he's, he's just
1: reliable. No,
2: reliable. That's a good term. That's a good term for him. Yeah. Reliable. Yeah. Moving on to my start for running back, and this is definitely more of you know a flex play if you're really looking for someone on the running back waiver wire, and as you always are, look at Matt Maprida versus Miami out there. You know Maprida taking over for Saquon. Who I'm blinking, kind of what his timetable is for return, but as long as Saquon is kind of still recovering, you can look to start Map Rita probably as a flex. You know, in those last couple games against the Niners, who should have a good, well, they have had a good run defense. They just stymied uh, James Conner here, and then Seattle. He both he scored over ten kind of PPR points there, so if you I think he's a pretty well, I hasn't had to say safe option just given the state of the Giants offense was what Danny Dimes is doing out there. Like, I don't even know. But he still managed to pull up over 10 points in that game against Seattle. So if you're looking for a streamer, for running back, for flex, there's your guy, Matt Breeder versus Miami, who also has not the best defense out there, especially against the run. They've been in shootouts throughout the year so far. So not a good defense to take advantage of with this pick, too.
1: One day, the Giants okay.
0: will score a touchdown.
1: Matt, if you thought that Zach Wilson and Sam Howell was crazy, I, Matt Burrito was crazy. Brian, you're We had Matt Burrito as our start last week, it's a and flex he did play. well. He did well play. last week. Did he do well? What did he have? Yeah. What did he finish with? Let like, me see. A touchdown? Really
2: have it up
0: 12.8. Dude,
1: he they didn't score last. I like, know.
0: And he was RB16. That's pretty crazy. That's
1: crazy. Well, okay. Well, yeah. well, What do we know? You know? Well, I'll take it into the wide receiver starts this week. And it pains me to tell you guys this. Um, but you just got to face you got to face the facts. and I'm trying to help you guys win. You're going to start Slant Boy over my pats, okay? We are wow. cooked. We are cooked. The entire team is cooked. We just lost Judon for the year. I think with like a peg tear. I-, I forgot what it was. And Christian Gonzalez has no return timetable. Okay. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. If if you if he was gonna if he was in the game, you're not starting Michael Thomas, nor are you starting um Chris Olave. But our secondary is cooked. And Michael Thomas honestly has been playing pretty well f- for like for the value you got him at. He was like round eight or something like that. And what it's it's mostly gonna be in PPR and half PPR because he gets an insane amount of re- receptions every game. He's, like, the second behind Chris Olave. I think he averages about, like, six um receptions per. Not for that many. Obviously, he's a slot, so, like, you're not going to get a lot out of him. But our, our secondary is cooked, I'm telling you. So, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. He's got the receptions. It's bound to happen, and I'm pretty sure we're letting everybody run against, uh, like, just blow us up. So, Michael Thomas, you're starting him. Sad to say.
2: <laughs> I can agree with that pick for your listeners here. I I was going to recommend sitting kind of Chris Olave purely because their card being her and everything. But yeah, Michael Thomas has gone pretty well for himself there. You know, is it either Michael Thomas Truther is going to finally have your day after years of saying he's going to come back? We'll see. Probably yeah, from so. maybe. With my pick, I'm digging back down into the waiver wire too. So if there's you a packed league, there's not much going on. Take a look at you know Michael Wilson versus Cincinnati, and you probably have no clue who Michael Wilson is. The very generic name out there, but <laughs> he's a wide receiver, rookie out of Stanford, on uh, the Cardinals right now, and he's been doing pretty well for himself here. You know, looking at his games history, he's been ramping up. He went from in this first game. Almost four fantasy points, the eight point six, the ten point six, and he exploded against the Niners' defense. It was a whopping twenty six point six points in your in the PPR league. So if you keep on increasing that, who knows? Maybe he's dropping forty points versus Cincinnati. That's a joke. <laughs> but still, but still, right? Cincinnati, Cincinnati's defense, right? Especially with the offense just not being together at all, that defense is going to be tired out there. So more opportunities for a player like Bolson to shine, and was you gotta you can't forget the other angle for this too, right? Joshua Dobbs, a quarterback, a quarterback that you know set to replace kind of Kyler Murray this season, he's done surprisingly well for himself and had a, a respect not beyond respectable, impressive performance against the 49ers There, he some people are saying he should be on the streaming wire too for quarterbacks. So this. This Cardinals team definitely on the rise. They've shown they have fight in themselves even with some of the injuries and the expectations that this team was going to tank. They're going to fight out there. It was a decent, I would say, not a slightly above average matchup against Cincinnati. You know, if you're short on wide receiver, uh, take a look at Michael Wilson.
0: Very interesting add, and I do agree. Michael Wilson looked very impressive against the Bengals. I mean, the Niners. So, you know, he's a young rookie. I mean, we like those here. Again, like 25. <laughs> I I like the rookies. One of them is bound to break out, and wide receivers tend to break out at the end of the year, so Michael Wilson should be an interesting ad for the waiver wire. I'm going to go with an old guy here, though, for my tight end Ooh. start. He's probably Zachary. available on your waiver wire here. It's the 30-year-old Hayden Hurst against the Detroit Lions. You know... Again, I told you after four weeks of the season, like I think we get more accurate as the season goes on because we get to solidify the defenses. We get to know exactly who they are. And four weeks in, the Detroit Lions are still not a very good defense against tight ends. They are bottom six in the league right now. And the Luke Musgrave pick, I'll admit it, guys, it was not good, especially since he got hurt. But right after (laughs) he got hurt, you know, all these tight ends started catching passes for the Packers, which uh, irritated me to no end because I started Luke Musgrave. I take my own advice here. And, you know, again, if those tight ends could do well against the Detroit Lions, Hayden Hurst can definitely do well. Bryce Young needs his security blanket. You know, he's not always going to be able to go to top 10 wide receiver Adam Thielen here. So I think that, you know, this could be a game where if you're hurting that tight end right now, which a lot of people are, or your tight ends is just very inconsistent. I definitely take a look at Hayden Hurst.
1: See, unlike Matt, I'll follow what he thinks, and I'm going with a oh, rookie, nice prime young man, <laughs> um, Sam Laporta for the Lions versus the Panthers. Um, I mean, dude. Uh, when you have Jared Goff, who likes to just check it down, more of like a game manager. Sam Laporta is that man. He's stepping up. I mean, he ha he averages like at least like seven points in at least half PPR, and that's all you really want. From her. I'm not trying to sugarcoat it, okay. I I wish we could get rid of tight ends just as the same as kickers, because <laughs> they're just so useless. And it's just like, why do we have to? Why do I have to bald for this? But Sam Laporta is that safety blanket for for golf. Um, not, I mean, I, I I'm scared for the matchup against the Panthers, but you know. Um, bound to be a good game, a low-scoring game. So at least you're going to get that, like, reception. Six, seven receptions out of Sam. Maybe for, like, 30 yards. So cheeky, like. Cheeky five, six, seven. Who knows? Maybe he can get a touchdown for you. But I know, you guys, he's not going to be a waiver wire our pickup. He's probably already picked up. Sorry.
0: Laporta is one of the more interesting players so far. Definitely. Yeah. But, you know, I have the negative game script here, and we're going to move on to our sits of the week. I have his quarterback, actually, as the sit of the week <laughs> right now. Those it's Jared days. Goff. And I'll I'll tell you why here. I mean, Sam Laporta can still have a productive day, but, you know, the, your expectations for tight ends are a lot different than your expectations for quarterbacks, obviously, right? If you get three catches for 60 yards or six catches for 30 yards, you'll call it a day with tight end, right? If I can get eight consistent points out of my tight end in PPR, I am so grateful. Like, that's great. I'm kissing the feet. Exactly. But you need probably a 20-point game from your quarterback position. And I just don't think Jared Goff is going to do that this week against the Panthers for a couple reasons here. The Panthers are a top, you know, 10 passing defense right now. And they are a bottom 10 rushing defense right now. Which basically means that you know, if Detroit were to game plan right now, they've had 10 days to do this. They have two good running backs. We saw that, Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. And, you know, they also see that the passing defense is very good Is very good for Carolina. So what would you do in that situation? You'd probably just run the ball, right? So, Come
1: on, Jameer I, Gibbs.
0: Yeah, so I think it's going to be a big day for David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. I didn't have him as my running back starts, but I would against this... Poor Panthers defense against the run. And I think that Jared Goff might just take kind of a game manager role this week. He might take a couple of passes to Laporta and Amon Ra, obviously, feed their numbers, but I don't think he's going to have a really big day, which is the only reason why you'd consider starting him, right? Because you're not starting him over your top eight. You may want to start him over your Herberts or your Geno Smiths, obviously, who are on bye. But if you have a guy out there like a CJ Stroud with more potential, I think I'd lean towards that other guy.
2: Certainly makes a lot of certainly makes a lot of sense there. Some an analysis, man. You, I think that's a pick for a sit that not many people would kind of uh, look at there. But for my pick for quarterback here, you know, more of in your quarterbacks you might be on your always start list. You know, Trevor Lawrence versus Buffalo. And I know I said was saying some nice stuff about Trevor Lawrence earlier. Well, he'll you know, he'll figure it out for the season. He's got the talent for it. That time for a comeback for him is not going to be this week. He's facing probably one of the most dominant defenses right now in the NFL. Here was the, buff, was the Buffalo Bills, who just absolutely dominated a, what, or a was undefeated Miami team it was Tua, was Tyreek Hill, and he held Tyreek Hill, I think, to 50, my yards. half PPR league. Yeah, like half PPR league was like 8 points, sub-10 points, you know. That's a devastating level of defense over there, and Trevor Lawrence is gonna find a hard time, I predict, trying to find his guys open and really just rack up those yards over there. He's probably looking at, looking at a couple interceptions from that defense already. So maybe hopefully he finds better matchups that are on in the season for a comeback, but certainly this is the, like this week he's gonna have a good game.
0: That whole offense is out of sync right now. They're just not uh connected. I've watched every Jacksonville game because I obviously had Trevor Lawrence as my guy for this Didn't season. Did you have the stack? Yep, I have the Calvin Ridley. I don't lie on this podcast, guys. I won't deceive you because I take my own advice. I, I picked Trevor Lawrence, I picked Calvin Ridley. I got the stack in our, you know, main money league that we got going on. And uh we're not doing so well folks. You know? <laughs> I, I'm literally 0 and 4 Yikes. because of that uh that stack. So, you know, I want T Law to get it together, but yeah, I've looked at those games. He's not in sync right now. Buffalo is not a really good get right game to do.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, and because I love the Jaguars, but I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna give you my uh, my my running back sit of the weekend. I mean, this one's kind of big for all of you guys. Um, I'm I'm sitting Kyrene Williams against the Eagles. I mean, it kind of makes sense, right? You hate to hear it. It's against the Eagles, like D-line. They're they're nasty. They're a bunch of Georgia boys. <laughs> all of them. Team um, is Georgia. Yeah, just just team. Yeah, the entire team is Georgia, and it's just not going to be a good game script for the Rams. You know, the Eagles just like to run it down your throat, eat the clock, score, and then it's like the second second uh, second half. By the time you get a chance to even get the ball back, and then you're just gonna have to, I have to score quick. So that, you know, Matthew Stafford's gonna be run throwing it a lot. You know, just not a good game script. I know Kyron Williams has been. On a hot streak recently, but it's just the matchup game script, it's just not, it's not, it's not great. And the Eagles have only allowed this season, out of the four games, 252 yards total. That's the least, the least. That's like, that's like a CMC game. That was CMC's yardage last game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're shutting people down. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, sorry. Sorry. Kyron Williams fans. I know you just picked him up off the waiver wire. You got to sit him. Oh, also, let me just shout out. um, Justin Fields, you're sitting him. Okay. Oh, That's just
0: rude. Gav's (laughs) just doing that because my team is Justin Fields and Kyron Williams.
1: (laughs) Because of this next pick. So disrespectful.
0: Well, this pick is accurate. And I, I I don't use any pettiness here. So, Ramondre Stevenson is my sit of the week against the Saints. I mean, Gav, you just said it. Uh, the Patriots are not good. They're just not there. Our line
1: sucks. Our line sucks.
0: Your line sucks. The New Orleans Saints defense is good. They're coached by Dennis Allen. They haven't really gotten your defensive results in terms of fantasy, but they're a very stout defense, and they've allowed, you know, they're, they're in the top 12 right now in terms of rushing defense, and I don't think they respect Mac Jones right now. And I don't think they'll respect him in the game plan either. So I think the game plan will be to stop the run, force Mac to beat you with his arm, right? And his two tight ends, I guess. So three
1: actually. We're running <laughs> three reset Oh my god, so annoying.
0: No Juju out there.
1: No man. He, he's icing that knee, bro. It's gonna explode. Remember. So
0: Marshawn Lattimore will take one of your two wide receivers, and then <laughs> you know I think the rest yeah. will be up to you know the tight ends. Ramondre is really the focal point of this offense and he uh, actually has not really had a great game. No. Really. So,
2: isn't like he hasn't even gone over like 60 yards or something rushing this season? Yeah, he hasn't gone know, over
0: I... 60 this year.
2: So, it's uh it's, it's well, disappointing and the targets aren't there.
0: So, I I would say he's a flex at best, but I, if you had other options right now, I think you could definitely take it. just let him take the week off right now. He gets What about
2: uh, Matt? What about Zeke in this game though? He's the other running back <laughs> in New England. What would we do with him?
0: Huh? You know what? I'd leave him on the waiver wire. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: if you leave have him. him
1: on your team, you're delusional. What are you think, doing?
0: I don't think the Saints have really allowed a rushing touchdown this year. I I might I am probably wrong about that, but I don't think they've really allowed any rushing touchdowns. I'm so. not
1: too sure. All I know is that they were getting torched by. Um, Faker-baker-maker.
0: Baker, Faker-baker-maker. Baker, but, you know, again... Oh, yeah. New Orleans is allowed, I think, one right now. So, oh, well, ours aren't good. Maybe you have
1: it. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor.
0: Well, I'm going to go back-to-back here. Disappoint G as well. And I'm going to go with George Pickens versus the Ravens as my wide receiver start uh, sit of the week. I think Kenny Pickett is hurt. So, he is not going to play... And then that means Mitch Trubisky is the quarterback, which honestly might be an upgrade at this point for the Steelers' offense. But I don't think that anything is really going to save them as long as Matt Canada, their offensive coordinator, is still their offensive coordinator. Mike Tomlin says he still has full faith in him. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, is he watching the same games as we are? Because they just don't look very creative. They don't look like they have any inspiration whatsoever. No creativity in the play calls. I don't know why I decided to draft three Steelers. I blame G, but...
1: I blame G for the hype, seriously.
2: I do, too. Imagine hyping the Steelers. Good God.
1: I
0: know. Freaking Pennsylvania bastards. Pickens has had one good game this year in the top 15. The rest, wide receiver 49, wide receiver 38, wide receiver 66 last week. And now he goes up against Baltimore... They're gonna be a tough matchup, and you know I just don't see Mitch Trubisky beating the Ravens. You know, just just the <laughs> thought. And Baltimore's a top three passing defense right now, so, so I'd look to bench him.
1: Yeah, well, I I, w- I I kind of agree with you. I mean, those matchups are always dicey. They're not looking good. Stupid, stupid ass G. Um, but I'm gonna hit you um, with your own medicine. You know, with your start, with your sits, you actually hit all of the like. The original podcasters you hit. Um, oh, wait, no. It was against the Panthers. Well, you at least you got me and G. Mm-hmm. I saw Panthers on there, and it was like, oh, it's against the Panthers. So you're giving Nando kind of the respect. but um, I'm sitting Calvin Ridley against the Buffalo Bills. Same reason that um, uh, Brian is going against uh, or sitting T-Law. The Bills are, 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 for, are the best team in the NFL right now. On both sides of the ball, honestly. I mean, if you can... The 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 week before, Miami had dropped like 70 points. I know they dropped 70 points. I don't know how many absurd yards. But Tariq, he, he, he was like for like 30 points, right? And then as soon as they go up against the Bills, he drops 8 points, 58 yards. Okay? And they had Waddle out there. They had Braxton Barrett. They had the whole hand, right? And they still like Tariq still couldn't get it done, to have a big game. And I mean the, the the Jaguars are off right now. How can you expect Calvin Ridley to even remotely have a good game? You know when he, I mean the offense is just not as talented as Miami. If Miami couldn't do it, the 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 off sync Jaguars definitely can't. And Calvin Ridley, you just bet on other games. Bet on a loss.
0: <laughs> basically, basically all my team is here. You got my stack, <laughs> you got my running back, you got my, uh, what, you got my tight end, uh,
2: maybe. We'll see. I have no idea. Probably now. We need <laughs> What we need is Matt to post his lineup <laughs> on the sports console Twitter and just say, this is your sits for the week. Except, oh AJ, Brown. Except, Except AJ Brown. Except for <laughs> Only, only that guy
1: you can't ever sit <sighs> him, Sorry, Matt. It's just yeah. this week. I mean, it's against the Bills. I mean.
2: Yeah. So okay, they, re- did lose, they did lose Tradavius White for, I think, the season here, but still, with the form the team is in, you know, still be pretty well. Yeah.
1: It's really I just Matt Milano going out there and playing every position on defense and crushing <laughs> it. But,
2: you know. He can, man. Man's a um, boss.
1: So, I'll, I'll just go into the last section, uh, tight end sit of the week. All of the tight ends. Leave it open. What the heck. It's a hot <laughs> take, also man. sit Mark Andrews. Only because, I mean, it's historically, historically, like the, the Steelers usually crush the Ravens. Only problem is that Kenny. Well, honestly, they're gonna start. Um, what's his name? And Trubisky. Kenny Pickett was not. Yeah, Trubisky and Kenny Pickett was not the goat. So, but that's not offense. I'm talking about. I mean, and that's also the Steelers. Mark Andrews is gonna get clamped by this ferocious.
0: <laughs> Negative five. The Steelers are ass. I'm
1: just joking. Just, just sit all the tight ends. You know, like I'm, I'm moving on from this. Like the the Steelers are also ass. So like this is just a waste of a section. Honestly, <laughs> don't start a tight end. It's impossible well, to figure out.
2: Well, if you like a more nuanced response here, then <laughs> you can look take a look at Darren Waller versus oh. Miami, and the rationale is very simple. Do not trust anyone in in Who's a the end? New York City area. If you're a Jets or the Giants, man, you Brian, really Brian, you just told me try to try start Matt Breida, though. <laughs> oh, well, I, I believe in Matt Breida <laughs> to give you maybe 10 <laughs> points. That's it. I don't think. Dude, the rest of this team, man. Like, I told
1: you the tight end gets you all tor- tw- twisted, dude. Just say sit all tight ends. Just say, it, bro. I,
2: sure. Sure, sit all your tight ends, leave that spot open, <laughs> who cares anymore. But especially especially if you have Waller, man, you should oh. drop him. As, as a power move, just drop Waller. Oh man. yeah, just I be like like fun as a, as a protest against the team that's known as the New York Giants. Like, I was watching that game last night. I think the cameraman spent most of the game, I might have been joking, filming the dejected reactions of Giants fans, sad Giants fans. <laughs> that was the majority of that game. So that tells you all you need to know about the state of this Giants offense and team in general.
0: I think I looked at a stat recently where it said that you know the most possessions ending in a score versus the least amount of possessions ending in a score. I'm pretty sure the Giants were like last, or oh <laughs> they were like no they're not they're not last. You know who is last? I think the uh the Steelers are last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: telling you it's zero dog thirty. Yeah. Steelers. It, it oh, and the Patriots.
0: Like... Patriots
2: are also last in this.
1: Okay, you don't have to. F- I, 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 knew it was gonna. We were gonna be it, but you yeah. don't have to say it.
2: It literally feels like any team that's not, uh, not the Bills, probably the Eagles, maybe even the Niners too. Like, if you're not those like three teams, your team is putrid. <laughs> Niners are first. <laughs> True. Like just, like just terrible for some True. reason. It yeah.
1: does feel like that.
2: So
0: yeah. Fuck. <laughs> that's our starts and sits for the week Um, you know we're going to post our full starts and sits list on twitter and threads so be sure to look out for that Uh, before you know we close the show I just want to give a special lovely little shout out to Zencaster our beloved friend here and partner in this business you know we're recording everything on Zencaster right now our voice sounds amazing I think personally you know and (laughs) <laughs> i i don't think we've seen any lag or delay at all so it's really just been a great experience and if you want to do your podcast if you ever had a feeling that you want to make a podcast just like us just like travis kelsey because he got him taylor swift right so obviously podcasts are a huge draw for women like obviously
2: fantasy you know. football sports podcast for sure Exactly, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm looking for my
0: pop star somewhere.
2: where <laughs> <laughs> is my pop star.
1: Uh, uh, where is Madison Beer when you need her?
0: Nah, dude. Olivia Rodrigo, let's go. Oh, dude. Uh, but, you know, if you if you want to make a podcast, then you can, you know, use Zencaster. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing. Use our referral code, Sports Council. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-C-O-U-N-S-E-L. And you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan.
1: So Honestly, the, the paid plans, if you've looked at them, actually, you guys should. I don't know if we've been telling you this, but they also, we don't do video, but you can record in 4K video quality, right? They auto post clips for you to TikTok, like Facebook Reels and Shorts. So like, you got to do this. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to stay humble and we're trying to like progressively go up the old fashioned way. But you guys can blow up if you just buy this freaking ZenCaster monthly. Yeah, we just don't probably get
0: more listeners than us, right?
1: Yeah, which is what we want. You guys just gotta shut us out.
0: Yeah, just give us your thirty percent off. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll trade it. All right, that's gonna do it for this episode of the show. Be sure to follow us on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere you get your podcasts from. You can follow us on Twitter, Threads, Facebook, Instagram we sports underscore council in every single one of those. And you'll get the latest and greatest of our sports takes on all of those platforms. That'll do it for this show. Hopefully we find G somewhere with, before the authorities do.
1: It, it doesn't matter. I'm back. I survived. So <laughs> thank you for listening to me again.
2: guys. Thank you, guys. Hope you guys get a win, especially my fellow Owen 4 brothers out there. Good luck out there same
1: yeah and we'll post Matt's team so like you'll know who to sit so my god (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right that'll do it thanks guys
1: later